Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to introduce you to the other co-leaders of the group, um, lo- rocking what looks like a very comfy sweater. I don't know. I, I always like reading the prints on your guys' shirts, so. I'm, I don't think I'm familiar with beat rock music. Oh, that's uh, uh, Bamboo, Geo, uh, Rocky Rivera. Oh, yes. All of them. Of course. Of course. Those are, the, the like, just like Star Wars, those are names I haven't heard of in a very long time. But have, like, when you hear these, like, artist names, I feel like um, it it just floods all of these memories of, like, a certain era. Yep. And you're like, every time anybody mentions selection, I'm just like, man, 2011 to 2014. What a time. <laughs> so that's cool. How are you doing, man? Uh, oh, did I say your name is Alan Mark? I forgot to. I don't remember. I uh, forgot to mention that. But yeah, guys, if you're listening, this can't be your first episode of How You Can Eat if you're listening to this right now. So you, you should know that it's Alan Mark's second. Hi. Um, what's up? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's oh, me. hey. Hey, we we established that his K-pop uh, artist name is AM. By the way, if you uh, just to, I just wanted to put that in the ether. I had ever just to, just in case. Yeah, anybody needs to do like like KP or K profiles needs to do some random facts about you. On two 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 two, we announced Alan Mark's K-pop name. So, uh-huh. <laughs> but maybe if I debuted before Gravity, then I maybe I would have been the sole Alan in K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you figure like, like what causes these people to kind of just choose these solo names just because they're they're just common names, right? Like what, what, um, I don't know, like what precedent? Because like, I, I, well, I feel like myself, I have a very unique name, not unique, but infrequently used name. Because uh, I don't meet that many Charleses, and wh- when I do, I don't know. They usually go by Chuck, but um, so I try to use Chuck as much as possible. I guess that would be my K-pop. Uh, that would be my K-pop artist name, and I could hopefully uh, partner with the clothing label Chuck oh, once yeah. and for all. Because I keep, I like, I've DM'd them. I said, "How can I buy your stuff?" in the states and then they said yes you can and i was like okay (laughs) i was like all right it's gonna be a struggle i'm gonna have to go to seoul or something like that one of these days maybe the three of us hopefully um but yes i basically talked all over your uh (laughs) your how you doing am did i already did you already say how you were doing no i did not (laughs) (laughs) well how, how are you doing sir uh it's fine. 
I woke up yeah. to a flat tire today, so I didn't oh, go to no. work. Oh, um, That's the worst. Like, it just slowly no, deflated? Um, so I've been, I've been working from, I didn't go anywhere since last Friday, so I must have ran into a, um, the screw. Uh, uh, last, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe last Friday, and then, yeah. And then there was flat tire. And I was like, ah. Oh. <sighs> I was like, there's not going to be an open shop for another, like, three hours, so... <laughs> It's like I'm just not going into work today. <laughs> I, I I have used the spare tire of my vehicle so many times as like my main wheel, Ooh. and that's a hundred percent not safe. Yeah, but, I I, um, I work forty miles away from my home, yeah, so I'm like I'm not I'm not driving that down. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, um, best wishes, I guess. Good luck. Oh, it's with fixed. Your tire. It's already fixed. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Well. I'm glad to hear that you got yeah. your car got a new shoe. So. $15 patch. Thank, uh, shout out to Ortiz. Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. All right. And of course, running at the big three is the one that hails from NYC. Uh, he he is again wearing an incredibly beautiful shirt. It looks tie-dye, I think. Yeah. And... Um, it just says New York, <laughs> and it's it, I, it's like an apple. So what's hugging the apple? It, it's a rat. <laughs> it's oh, <R2>. okay. <laughs> Symbols. A rat okay. hugging an apple. <laughs> well, it's Steven, everyone. How are you doing, man? I am good. I'm doing pretty well since uh, we last spoke. Uh, there, there was like a snowstorm over the weekend. So, wow. I, yeah, I, I didn't go <laughs> very far. Since Friday, either like we uh, haven't talked about uh, weather in a while. Yeah, I haven't like. done my usual yeah. Uh, weather. Yeah, report, your weather update. There was yeah. uh, something worth talking about this time, I think. <laughs> but yeah, so the the sidewalks in my neighborhood are in like various states of like walkability. Yeah, <laughs> some some places it was barely cleared. Some people just carved out a path, and <laughs> yeah, but I, I haven't spent much time outside. Um, yeah, we weren't. It was not too bad. Uh, yeah. Um, you actually reminded me that I still need to send you your Christmas gift. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy because I, I was going to do it last week, but I'm happy I didn't because it probably would have been delayed mm. um, from the snowstorm. So I, yeah. I just don't want that thing to get lost. It's it's immaculate and beautiful. And you're going to have to open it live on our one of these uh, How You Can Eat recordings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I also need to mail you guys the things I got for you. <laughs> it's just like these the very it's all good. small things. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Still need to send yeah. them. Um, Christmas is just the state of mind. It's it's not. Yeah, doesn't need to be celebrated only in December. So, or I guess I should say the 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 gift of giving. Yeah, that can be. That's just forever. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay, guys, um, this is going to be the very first, uh, you've already seen the title of this uh, episode. This is the very first potluck of the year. We started it in September um, kind of as a way to catch up on all the releases because uh, we took a very extended break uh, for someone's wedding. But uh, it's become a tradition of ours now, and it's it's always a fun thing to do because we should just rename this um this this these episodes into the the B side catch ups because I feel like this gives us a chance to just listen to all the I mean 
we we did pick some singles uh now that i'm realizing so forget this episode but usually usually we get a chance to listen to some b-sides so um that's what we're gonna do uh again today and before we do that though we do have another another menu to present to you kind of a, a you know aside from these songs there's a ton of other releases that have come out this week. And we like to tell you that in a little segment that we call Stephen's Specials of the Week. So Stephen, why don't you take it away? All right. Thank you. Um, yeah. So this week, it was another kind of not too like packed week in terms of releases, but I still found some interesting things to talk about. But I did uh, I went back to Saturday to find uh, a song Ooh. from a group um, that I actually, I don't think I had heard of, but they are called uh, Treetops, but it, it looks like it's spelled like Tritops, but the Korean, it, it's read tri- uh, Treetops. Um, but they released a single called Pieces of Stars Shining on You. And they, they're a four-member boy group under VL Entertainment, and they actually debuted in 2007. But they've been like pretty much active since uh, that time, and they they had released a, a lot of songs in in Japan too. So I think maybe I think they might be more popular in Japan than they are in Korea. Um, but yeah, they've just been pretty pretty active, and uh, the song's just a nice ballad, and was co-written by one of the members, uh, Ban Hyung Moon. So that was, yeah, Treetops. Um, that was Saturday, but moving on to Monday, we have another single. Uh, actually, all five of these releases are all just singles. Um, but the one from Monday is a song from 80s. It's called Don't Stop. And it is a song for the, the universe platform. Um, and I think it's the, the 16th universe single. Um, this was composed by a lot of the usual people you see with ATs, like Eden, Lees, Olander, and uh, Pepperoni and Olive, plus lyrics <laughs> by um, members Minky and Hongjun. Um, one fun thing about this was that it topped the iTunes worldwide chart like very shortly after release. I think it was like 35 countries is where it went to number one. So a nice little treat uh, as they wrapped up their U.S. tour. Uh, there is, well, they, there was also a European leg of their, their world tour, but those dates were postponed. And I'm not sure if they've uh, announced any new dates yet, but uh, I'm sure all their fans will be looking out for that. Yeah, all their fans in Europe, at least. <clears throat> so that was Monday. Uh, the next release, I'm going to Thursday with... Uh, a single from uh, one of the two currently active members of Teen Top, uh, Changjo. The song is called Stuck on You featuring XBF, which I think does mean like ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's the name of the artist. Uh, the Korean thing, the Korean name has Namchin in it, which I think is a shortened form of, of boyfriend in Korean. But uh, yeah, the song's called Stuck on You. Um, Changjo wrote this one along with Kwon Min Ho and lyrics by uh, all, both of them and XBF. And then, uh, yeah, Changjo has written a lot of songs for Teen Top too. So he's uh, written this single as well. On the same day, 
We have another single. Uh, this one's from Jamie, and it's called Pity Party. And it is her first English single. And mm-hmm. I have only listened to like the, the teaser and the like the video teaser. And it's it just sounds like it'll be more like really funky new disco sound. So it's pretty, I think it's gonna be good. Um, and I think there might even be some more choreography and like dancing than we are like kind of accustomed to seeing from Jamie. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and our last release is on Friday. Um, it is uh, our last single. It is from Mark of NCT with a song called Child. So this is an SM Station single, but also the first release from the NCT Lab project, which will feature more uh, like self-produced music from um, the NCT members. So Mark wrote and composed the song, which was described as having a unique bass synth and electric guitar and lyrics candidly express deep concerns about oneself. So yeah, when, when I saw it, was going to have unique bass synth and electric guitar. I think uh, I was just wondering, will will I like this? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm a big fan of Mark. I'm curious to see if this is just like straight bars or what like the hook's going to be. So yeah, looking forward to that too. But yeah, those, I feel like that was a pretty quick one, but those are my specials of the week. Awesome. Thanks, Steven. I have this beautiful like golden hour. I know. Glow. I want to mention that. It's nice. I should take more photos here. I'm, I am saving up for a nice camera so I can start recording fun stuff for us. So um, I'll just make, look forward to recording between the hours of 5 and 7 p.m., I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's, you know, I'm kind of feeling pretty uh pretty laid back you know it's it's kind of nice for these potlucks we can just kind of gather just uh we can each you know present the dish that we uh decided to bring for this dinner um and um just take it easy and just enjoy some of these songs uh i I, we don't have to uh listen to any misfits this is a very curated list playlist of uh songs mentioned that in a while Oh, I'm, oh, I know. <laughs> it's 2022. I, <laughs> it's been it's been months since we last heard of Misfit. You know, oh, one Steven, more yes. thing. I think one thing we I haven't also done is reveal <laughs> little bits of identifying information. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think my last name was mentioned last yep, week. I think was, Chucky. You, you said, said my last, the last name. name. <laughs> last I did. Yeah. How, when did I well, say it? I didn't it? even pick it up. I think we were talking about. Well. The last song on the album. Uh, yeah, oh, how it sounds like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, something you would play for. Yeah, I, I didn't right. even, I didn't even like think about it. But I did not clear yeah. that with Steven, so I apologize, Steven. I but maybe, um, also, maybe yeah, I can announce that my K-pop name would then be SM, not <laughs> to confuse anyone. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with Lee Suma. Yeah, no. I mean, does, does that? I mean, that that makes sense. Then I have to be CJ, right? Nobody. CJ. I, my entire CJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. SM CJ. Yep. Nobody in my entire life has ever called me CJ, <laughs> and um, I think it's only fitting that it the the K-pop stands for this podcast uh, call me that. So does that make me play M Entertainment? 
I guess I probably. <laughs> are they still called that? Or are they called something else now? Oh, I don't know. Because it's like all these merging <laughs> groups. It's IST now. Yeah. Okay, I can take it on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's yours oh. to take the mantle of. All right. Well, we'll we'll build out our uh, our music label lore as uh, as the weeks go on. But uh, I'm I'm glad we uh, figured that one out. Um, but we're here to kind of talk about um, two. We each okay. <laughs> if you don't know the format by now, we each pick two songs to bring to the table, and we take turns just talking about how great they are. Um, I don't think we've hated anyone yet, but uh, who knows? Maybe this is the episode where one of us actually hates one of our picks. Chances are low, but <laughs> you know, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna just throw some bad songs from these potlucks <laughs> oh, just to throw you guys out. Just <laughs> have you guys go first and be like, "Oh, I love this song," and then I go, "I hate this song." And I just wanted to see <laughs> um, if you would, if you pretended or if you lied. Okay, no, but. Um, just like we did uh, the very first time we did this, uh, we're going to have Alan Mark go and present his dish. So uh, what did you bring to the table? Yes, I'll pick up my dish right now. This one. So first track, uh, I try to go more, I guess, try to find more deeper cuts. But I I think these, I just really wanted to talk about this song on this podcast. So I chose Ruby by Woozy. It is, uh, you know, Woozy, the, one of the members of the group 17 that debuted in 2015. He's the leader of the vocal team. And this is, uh, they call it a mixtape again because I think they release it on free platforms afterwards. Um, but this is essentially a solo single from Woozy. I think the, uh, the last one that 17 did was Hoshi Spider last year. And yeah, this one, uh, you know, Produced by Woozy himself, along with Bumzu, Park Kite, and Building Owner. Um, and it is a song and that I wanted to discuss. So, yeah. I love Woozy. I love All Empty, But I love Woozy, and this one was a ride. Woozy is my uh, 17 bias. I was so happy that you chose this wow. track. Yeah. And it's so good. Is he, it's, it's very good. Is he also your bias, Steven? Or... Uh, I I actually haven't picked oh, okay. a bias. I I like there. I don't know yet. I like oh, Scoops a lot. Yeah, you watched DK. The, you 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 watched Ghost Saves though. So yeah, okay. I I don't know yet. Yeah, that's fine. It's hard. Um, I'm a yeah. I'm a Hoshi. Well, I I biased the whole leader line, but it's like Hoshi and then Woozy and S Coops. Um, so it's nice that we're getting a lot of solo stuff from them. And mm-hmm. probably more to come in the future because apparently this is mixtape two of thirteen. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, so I guess just get it. The song itself. Um, so a big reason. Well, I was already excited when uh, Seventeen announced that Woozy was going to have his own solo song, especially after how much I loved uh, Hoshi Spider, uh, as well as the Eights um, song. Oh my god, I'm forgetting the title. Um, yeah. Uh, I I know the melody really well. I can't remember the name, but um, but yeah. But when they announced it, I assumed it was going to be like this, like '90s R&B inspired jam, sort of like a Bruno Mars type song, or um, maybe if you want to go a little bit like maybe D'Angelo vibe. Like those are like the two things I thought he was going to go. But then 
all this song did was subvert expectations, and that's why uh, part of why I loved it. I mean, it starts off with a very. I can't think of a. Um, it's, it it starts off in a way that I feel like every boy band ballad yep. starts off yeah, with like this or this very uh, melancholy orchestral like just grand state, and then you know even some R and B where it just it'll it'll do that big grand opening and then kind of just drop everything and just do like some slow tempo thing. But what did it do, Alan Mark? Oh, yeah. So after that, the drama of the of the strings, it goes it goes straight into rock and roll. It just, <laughs> yeah. it just hits you straight up with that heavy guitar. There's no there's no gap. There's, it just goes. Yeah. After the after that part, it's just nonstop like energy. And Els, um, that that was the first big surprise that Woozy decided to go with like this huge like. Like grand rocks, like rock and roll song, um, which I guess shouldn't be as much a surprise. Rock with you had like rock inspired stuff in it, but this one is straight up a rock and roll song, uh, which was really cool. Uh, that's the first surprise. The second surprise is that this song is entirely in English, and that was yeah. I was like, out of all the members, I did not expect it out of Woozy either. But I think maybe it's just the creative choice they they want to go with, which is really cool. And shout out to Shannon of. Pledis, who helped with the English lyrics of that. Oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I just love it so much. I love, like, I've loved rock music since I was a kid, thanks to, like, my dad. So uh, it was nice hearing that here, especially from a, not only, like, a, an idol uh, performer, but a producer that I also really enjoy. So, um, yeah. And it's, like, all live instruments, too, which is really cool. Um, which you don't hear too often anymore from like the the idol realm. Um, Stephen, what did you think about this song? Yeah, there were some parts. I was, yeah. I was very surprised, especially after hearing that intro. And like after I heard it the first time, and then and I listened to it again, like I was really struck by that intro because it was it's like thirty seconds, and the song itself is like it's under three minutes, so it it's like. One sixth of the song is yeah. <laughs> that intro, which you also someone had to write that and like compose mm-hmm. this orchestral section of a song, and I I was like, it was just so amazing that it, that was part of this song, and then it goes in a completely different direction from what I was expecting. Um, but yeah, I loved the way like I, I loved the way each instrument sounded. I, I like that. The voice or the vocals and the guitar, they both had this kind of distorted sound to it. And there was a similar sound there. Uh, like, I loved how, like, the pre chorus, it, it kind of chugs along before you get into this real, like, headbanger of a chorus. And it, it, it's just a, a fun, it's a really fun tune. Um, I, yeah, I, I just, I also really love that, like, interlude into the outro. With mm-hmm. that kind of robotic voice over the psychedelic guitar solo, yeah. it, it was so cool. It it kind of took me to um, the uh, the arch arch Android Janelle Monae's album, oh, yeah. like oh it, mm-hmm. it, like it, cause, and then it just felt like this concept that 
I, I want to see like if there's more to mm-hmm. this this world that he's created with this song. But it, it was interesting that it seemed like there was a character too in this song. So it was really really interesting. Um, and then that entry, that ending is like a little jazzy. I, I, I that piano really cool. that they added yeah. at the end is really really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really good song. <laughs> All right, Chuck, um, the Wahe, the Uzi bias. What do you think? Uh, let's see. Um, you know, I can't really. I really, you know, I'm not saying this ironically. I really did love it. Um, not because of the shocking factor, but just, um, I don't know. It just, it wasn't so much rock and it was, it's, it's heavy on the guitar, obviously. And like the, the drums, which again, very rock and roll, but it didn't really feel like rock and roll to me. It felt very K-pop, still authentically K-pop. Um, um, I, I think at some parts I was feeling like I was listening to like a Prince track um, in that same way where um, he's able to kind of combine rock and roll and like not R&B, maybe soul. Like, I don't know. It just, it it wasn't, there were, there were sections that, um, um, there were sections for me that were, Still felt very woozy, like uh, some of the stuff that he would uh, produce for Seventeen. Um, but for me, I just I always appreciate an all English track, and none of these lines were cheesy to me. Like I really like the um, every single choice of like phrase he would use just to describe the fact that this. Was it like this girl is wearing red or this girl is red or ruby? Um, just all, all the ways he could say red. It was just, it was really fun to listen to. Um, I wish he swore. He kept uh, pausing himself in the chorus. He's saying like well, he doesn't give a, mm, right? Yeah. He did um, swear at one point though. <laughs> oh yeah, he did say, he did say the SH word. Sorry, <laughs> we're not a, we're not an explicit podcast, so I wish I could say it um, out loud. You're right; he did say that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm just like there were there were individual parts that um, that are catchy to me. Like specifically, um, I think it's in the bridge uh, when when I mean I don't want to take this note from anybody, but I, I'll just uh, quickly mention. A solo of the guitar uh, nature, uh, which was very much accentuated in the the music video itself. But I don't know. I just felt like Woozy was just having was just having so much fun with his track, and he just wanted to do something where he could just really perform the heck out of it. And it just looked like a lot of it sounded like a lot of fun, um, and I was having a lot of fun listening to it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I don't know if it's like it, it's weird because I I don't normally listen nowadays, especially I don't I'm not like gravitated towards rock and roll. Um, but yeah, as far as like a rock and a rock and roll track, I I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was great. It was cool. Yeah, I think you were touching upon some like yeah, it's a it's a rock and roll inspired track, but you still heard elements of like R and B or like soul. 
And I think that's, yeah, uh, mostly tied with the melody, I think. I think the, like, melodically, it still runs a lot of uh, soul and blues. I think blues particularly inspired Mm -hmm. uh, uh, lines, which I think that's where a lot of, uh, like, Woozy and Bumzu's influence with what they do with their, with 17 songs and other K-pop songs they write. I think that's where it comes out in. Uh, and this song really just paints it in a different texture with the heavy guitar riffs and um, like live drums and everything like that. So yeah, I, I could see where uh, like where you're coming from sound-wise there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... I It was, it was just very... It felt right, <laughs> oddly enough. Like yeah. it just didn't... It didn't feel weird to me. Um, the only weird part was just Again, like the shock of the the uh, the sudden switch to rock and roll, but once your once your brain shifts into that mode, you're just along for the ride. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I mentioned um, that like it was subverting expectations, but even though I was surprised, it's yeah, you're right. It's it felt like it still felt very woozy, which um, I think is a testament to his like diverse palette as a songwriter. Yeah. I'm just kind of scanning, scrubbing real quick. I'm trying to figure out if there's any specific parts. Yeah. Well, I know, um, like, touching on the music video a little bit too, like, that guitar that he has, he bought that specifically for his solo and named it Ruby. Because oh, it's, uh, oh like a, it's wow. so beautiful, yeah. especially with the lasers, oh, like, yeah. shining on the, the, on the frets. Strap, yeah. Or the strap, uh, the, um, yeah. The studs on the strap, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I... I just love how you're right. It does get into like a little jazzy, that piano, jazzy so outro cool. with the piano. Yeah. yeah, just so good. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. Did, I it, I guess touching on the uh, music video again, um, it just felt like such a woozy video as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like let let me see how many like high fashion outfits I can wear, and then. He, he, to hammer on the point, it was just basically like a fashion show that he yeah. was he was just surrounded by a runway and all these models wearing again like very beautiful clothes, uh, suits esque uh, outfits as well. Yeah, just I don't know. It just felt oh come on his his like entire r- r- red ruby suit was just so cool. Yeah, um, yeah I love Woozy. <laughs> yeah, that that ruby suit made me. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of uh, Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus, and uh, at one that's point, how you pronounce it. One one point you can uh, buy full suits for your, your character, and I bought a full red suit, and I was like, I need to get this one because of Uzi. <laughs> Are you gonna uh, play Pokemon Ruby now? <laughs> I played Omega Ruby way back, actually. Oh, okay. So I don't need that's fine. <laughs> so I've I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm watching the music video right <laughs> Sorry, now. Sorry, I'm I'm on the Gibson website because oh. I, I was trying to find his guitar because it, I, it I thought maybe it was like the ES 335 or maybe the BB King, mm-hmm. uh, like the Lucille model, but yeah. it it's it's not one of those. So I'm just trying to find um, which one has a single cutaway with the two <laughs> F holes. And then with the the thing that the bar that whatever at the end at the bridge, um, so I, I will report back. Report if back I later. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but oh, it's so cool. It might be okay. The ES two seventy five has single cutaway, so it might be one of those. Uh, okay, yeah. It's so it's such a nice guitar, and he did show uh, it in his real life. Yeah. I got it. Maybe he mentions it then. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen the the studio performance, but I'm assuming Not it's just studio. as fun. Yeah, yeah. Every uh, yeah. I mean, he's only done like yeah, that one, that like two like live performances of this song. One on uh, on M Countdown, I think, and then another one on just a live session on the on Seventeen's account. But yeah, I think that's those are the only live performances he's done. But you should watch the music video reaction of the Seventeen members because they all love it when he does the little like break section in the middle when he's like. Uh-huh. Um, like someone passed me a Coke Zero to calm down. I love that line. <laughs> and then like, the, that line after that we can't say on this podcast. Uh, yeah, they you love can it. Say ish. Yeah. Oh, ish. This is That's red, red too. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, love it. So fun. Is that a Gu- Oh man, is Gucci jacket Gibson too? Birdland? Is it a Birdland? Oh, I would wear. Oh, and. Balenciaga, geez, I'm just kind of watching all these outfits right now. I would wear all of these things. Yeah, I think I I like Woozy because he gives uh, a short person like me hope <laughs> to still look good. Yes, as long as I'm not standing around the rest of my 17 members who were like, well, they also kind five. of did him dirty in the music video because all the women <laughs> were on catwalks that were elevated above where he was, so he looked oh, even no. shorter. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Like, um, I'm I'm just with, when it comes to fashion, I'm used to like really short designers, and then like women who are like six feet That's tall true, with heels yeah. and everything like that. So, if anything, he just looks like a very very fashionable designer, I guess. Yeah, Stephen looks like a Gibson yeah. Birdland. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> I'll yeah, I'll I'll look into it. <laughs> I think I asked this like to you guys, not on the pod, but just a long time ago. Oh. Like, what is what is your guys' go to guitar um, manufacturer? Uh, like, if you were just like unlimited money. Oh uh, well, and I guess in my latter adult uh, years, I've uh, transitioned over to Fender fully for all my stuff. I'm a Fender too because yeah, I have a Telecaster, I, yeah. and then uh, and then my yeah, bass Telecaster. Is, also, is also Fender. Uh, yeah, I. Well, my my acoustic is a Fender, and that's an it's an old used one I got a while ago. But then my the electric one I have it's it's a like an Epiphone Les Paul. But mm. I feel like I am more of a, a Fender like electric cool. player. So I think I, I would love to have like a, a Jaguar, a Jazzmaster, oh, one of those two. I love yeah. the, the shapes plus the, the tone. I was so close to um, getting a, a I think a Jazzmaster, but yeah. Um, what was you know it, it the the reason why I, I love the Telecaster so much is because of that one anime. Do you guys remember that anime? There's um, a lot of anime. This is totally this 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 is like totally um, off topic, but um, it was like the one anime um, where these guys were trying to become a rock band, and this guy was just really good at the guitar, so he like kind of joins his band, and then they start touring, um, and he he. Uh, like the lead guitarist, I think is like, he's like, oh my god, I'm, what is that 
Is that the one where, like, like, you, is that the one where the song that you played nonstop when we were in college? Yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh man. Something about the moon. Oh yeah. Real like oh. something moon. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll wow. look it up while while we're going. Like real moon blue. No. Nah, nah. Uh. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'll look it up <laughs> while uh, Steven's going through. But um. Yeah. Do you guys want to uh, move on? Do you have anything else you want to say about Ruby? Uh. No, just it's probably. I already know it's going to end up being my number one listen song of the year. Oh, <laughs> awesome! I already know. All right, you heard it here first. Two, 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 two. The twenty twenty two All You Can Eat Award for best B side. Oh no, best single. The grand successor to Cinema. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, Stephen, I know you brought a fun dish as well. Um, one that we can. All share together as uh, uh, as kins, I guess, or a kinship, if you will. Um, so, what did you bring? Well, uh, I I brought. Uh, I guess it will be my number one video of the year. But <laughs> it, I, I brought the song uh, "Family" by Tweja featuring Tama. Uh, so, yeah. Um, just for a little background about Chaja, uh, he's one half of dynamic duo with uh, the other rapper Gecko, and I actually used to listen to them like a long time ago when I was getting into like Epic High. I would I was trying to get into more like hip hop, and then dynamic duo was was one of the most like well regarded groups. So I really liked one of their albums that I listened to, but I, I kind of stopped uh listening after uh yeah like when i was just also not really listening to k-pop i didn't really listen to them either but um and i guess kind of because i don't know sometimes it's harder to appreciate like the hip-hop when i think lyrics are so important Mm. um but still like a lot of korean hip-hop has great uh production and i just listening to the flow but i i guess i think um yeah i like when I can also understand the lyrics. But in any case, uh, this song, it has a lot going for it, including the lyrics. Uh, but the song itself is really nice. Um, and as uh, it are the, the visual elements of the song. Um, and that that's like why I ultimately ended up picking this. Uh, it came on after... like well, While I was listening through a playlist of the January releases. And then... I saw the album art and then I was intrigued. <laughs> and I went to watch the video and then when it started, I said, okay, I, I, we, we, we should talk about this. But nice. I guess, um, like the song itself, I, I do enjoy. Um, like, it, the beat is really simple, um, but I like the, that sort of oscillating like synth that, that's playing throughout. Um, it has some nice piano chords throughout, and it just kind of, kind of like swings a little bit, which is, which is a nice, uh, like a tempo or a beat. Um, and then, I think I r- really liked the hook and the the singing by by Tama. He's he's kind of delivering it in this old fashioned crooner kind of way, and mm. that seemed really a, a nice fit for the song. And it. it also has these really heartfelt lyrics that are such a wholesome song about 
I I mean, it's about pets, and uh, it's just so pure about like their how how your your dogs acts when when you come home, or like just like what your cats do, and how you don't mind that they ruin your things. Um, it yeah, it it's just I don't know, really really wholesome tune, and it's. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was just really fun to listen to, and and experience the the video as well. Like, yeah, I don't know. What what, what did you guys think? <laughs> I I was thinking about how smooth and a relaxing flow. Pronounce that again for me. It's like treasure, 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 treasure. Okay, like treasure, but with. Okay. Yeah, I'm not good at that syllable. The when it's like the C H O I, I, it's almost like C H W E when it's written out. C H W E. Chweza, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Chweza's Chweza. There you go. His flow is just so cool. I have no idea who this guy is, but it just, um, the the tone in his voice is just so fun to listen to it just it was just relaxing and i again i had the album cover in my head as i was listening to it and i think it was the perfect just uh, metaphor for what the song is it's just it's it really does feel like a feel good and you said the the beat is simple but i i don't think i needed it to be uh anything special mm-hmm. like it was just as flowy as the um the the rhymes or um you know the rap uh sing rap i don't know mm-hmm. um and had wonderful for me uh it had a nice combo of like piano chords and like synths at the same time it was just yeah it was yeah, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know it just it um i could definitely tell where we each went in our picks and for you for your picks, Stephen, like it, it really felt like, uh, I guess, the the calmness in of winter. I think it's just mellow, and I just had a relaxing time listening mm-hmm. to this this song. And um, I just want to also, um, I also want to add on to Tama's Tama. Yeah, Tama. Kind of like yeah. Tama. I don't know. <laughs> the T H A is T X Q W. No, um, he he also had like a buttery tone to himself. Like it mm-hmm. just it everyone every element of this song was just. I mean, I'm gonna keep saying smooth, but like that's the best way I can describe the song. Um, just a. Uh, I I don't know. I I kind of just mellow. Okay, I said mellow already. I just zoned out when I listened to the song. It was just I just heard all these sounds in my ears, and I I, I felt at ease. And um, I didn't need the music video, but man, I I, I think I went into a coma after mm-hmm. I saw the music video. But uh, we'll talk more about the video later. Um, Mark, uh, was this did did this subvert your expectations as well? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, because uh, I first saw that this was coming out uh, because um, Hotfelt, who's also in Amoeba Culture, uh, which is their label, uh, was posting the like 
teaser images and stuff like that because she shows up in the music video, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. And I was like, oh, what is this with Hot Dog and her cat? Um, or yeah, and her cat. And then I saw, I was like, oh, it's a, a Teja video um, song, single coming out. Um, so I think that was the main reason why I picked my interest because when it comes to dynamic duo, I actually, I, I always really liked Gecko's stuff a bit more. Um, especially like even his solo work, I liked his solo songs a lot. Um, not so much for uh, Cheja, but um, you know, knowing what the at least uh, promotionally what the video and the uh, images and the cover album look like, um, I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun at least. And then I was happy that you chose it, Steve, because <laughs> we actually get to talk about it as a song too. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like sound wise, it's I mean, I. It's sort of standard when it comes to like a, a more mellow uh, K hip hop uh, sound. Um, I think some things I, I liked and enjoyed. Generally, I like it when songs like when they start off with a syncopated percussion um, that like makes you for a split second question what is the time signature in this song because the, oh. the syncopation like without any other like noise to give you a reference point you're like okay I don't. I, can't quite find where the one and the four is yet, um, but then it fixes itself when you add in all the everything else. I always enjoy it when songs do that. Um, and then right at the end, I like that they just brought in uh, like a dog barking sample and a cat <laughs> meowing sample. <laughs> I'm like curious. It sounds like they're just samples pulled from somewhere, but I would like to imagine they actually just pulled in one or two <laughs> of those uh, animals from the music video. And actually, no, they had to have recorded it before. But just pull them into the recording studio and just like put them right in front of the microphone yeah. and be like, please say something. <laughs> what are my dogs at? Hey, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I, I love that. Wong, wong. When, whenever you hear where my dogs at, it, it, it might be a person barking. But, yeah. Uh, um, it's, yeah. It's yeah, a dog. It's, just, it's a dog. And then he says, where are my kitties at? I, yeah, that meow though, I don't know if that's. That meow sounded uh, like it was pulled from somewhere else. So, Steven asked me before the pod um, if we were going to get Lily, um, my dog's reaction. Uh, I did not record it, uh, unfortunately, but I will let you guys know that when I was listening to it, um, not in my AirPods, but on like the speaker... Uh, for the first time, I did not. I was not ready for the 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 dog sample, the dog barking sample from Splice. I, I was not ready for it, and neither was Lily. And she thought there was a dog outside the door, and she oh. started she started doing this. Oh yeah, she was oh. like other dogs, right? <laughs> yeah, she she was getting ready to pounce and like bark at the door, but I was like. I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh, no, it's the song. Because <laughs> then I started hearing uh, cats meowing. I was like, oh, I wish I... I there there should have been like a trigger warning for dogs um, mm-hmm. for this song prior to listening to it. But no, it was like super cute that that happened. And uh, it made me love the song even more because um, I love it whenever Lily growls because um, <laughs> she's like the tiniest dog with the biggest mm-hmm. bark. And so yeah. it's always great when she barks. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. It's sometimes ear-shattering. But um, it's always cute. <laughs> you can't hate her for the barking. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did think initially, I guess talking about subverting expectations, I just thought that the album art and visuals were just going to be like an acute, like tongue-in-cheek, like uh, way to visualize a really like earnest song about like fam, like, you know, the people you're close with, family, chosen family, stuff like that. Uh, but when I watch the music video and put the subtitles on, no, this song is literally about cats and dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I really yeah when I was looking at the lyrics I I liked how verse one was like the dog's verse verse uh-huh. two was about cats and then verse three it, it that was just basically saying like that they are like more than and important than anything else we we own I we say we own like pets but they mm. but they in this song they're saying they're they're family uh, yeah. so I I really like that plus. In in the in the first two verses, or in the yeah the dog and cat verses, I like how some of the lines are questions, and they're mm. they're like, they just mirror the way. Well, like we would talk to animals too. Like you you like that. Like why do you do that? Like <laughs> we 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 ask our. I feel like well when I had a dog, I I would ask her a lot of questions <laughs> when I was talking. But uh, we I feel like we just can't help but uh, just. To, to speak that way to to our pets, even though we know there's no response coming from them. Um, but so I like that that was in the lyrics. I, I don't know if that was intentional. If that's the same way, it's like that's the way like a lot of people also talk to their pets in Korean. But uh, I, that's what I really liked about it too. I um. Speaking from experience, I I talk to Lily like a normal person. Like I, I like I know she's a dog, but then I I talk to her like she's a human, and mm-hmm. I, I like tell her things, and I ask her how she's doing. Um, yeah, I I try not to do any of the baby speak, and I think this that's kind of like what's happening here. It's just um a a straight, a straight like human to human. Like it's just conversation, connection, yeah. conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's almost like therapy in a way, uh, where he's just, uh, or not therapy, but just like you know, addressing, um, confronting the animals and letting them like just expressing his like earnest feelings yeah. about mm-hmm. pets, or just you know, just dogs and cats in this video, but or in this song, but it's just cool. It's that that to me that was my. Mm-hmm. Subversion to to the my expectations is just I didn't realize it. Like Alan Mark said, it there is nothing else. It's not even just comparing dogs. It's just like I'm gonna rap make a rap about dogs and cats. So yeah, but yeah, you're you're right, Steven. Like this is a this is contender for music video <laughs> of the year. Early contender for sure. I am. I'm just watching it again right now. Just imagine, <laughs> imagine how, but but it's great because it's not. Um, they're not being doxist or you know, um, or castist. No like they, yeah, yeah. There's the no two. favoritism when it comes to pets. Yeah. Um, at the end, there's like a lizard. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah, iguana, birds. Yeah. birds. Yeah. So, I think Tom was wearing a Scooby Doo out. Yeah, there. No, that was gecko. That was gecko from. That was gecko. Okay, never mind. Oh. Okay, okay, you're right. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, I didn't know that. I was like, I, was like, I wonder because like I'm sure it's like a bunch of their friends, other amoeba culture yeah. artists coming through with their with their animals. I mentioned Yen uh, with with her cat, which uh, I will take every every bit of hot built content uh, anywhere. Um, but then I was like, oh, I wonder if a gecko is going to show him. Up. And then of course he shows up in the Scooby Doo <laughs> costume. <laughs> Uh, so good, great, yeah. great, yeah. I I was very surprised. I didn't know that uh, Yen was going to be in it. So when I when mm. I saw that, I was so happy. And then yeah. I said, "Yeah, we we have to talk about this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I only knew because I follow her on Instagram. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um. Well, I don't want to keep all of y'all too. Um. I, I don't want to keep you for too long um so let's just quickly talk about my my pick uh for the potluck and i am choosing the recent single by i i believe it's pronounced uwa do i have to pronounce the w i don't know uh, uwa, you, you, i uh, think uwa. you can say the w too taxes guys okay. um <laughs> No, but uh, it's uh, it's a song by Uwa. It's entitled "Catch the Stars," and um, I'll just quickly mention that they debuted in 2020. Uh, I, I believe May, if I remember reading correctly, and and they are your prototypical cutesy, um, maybe not so much girl crush, more like the. Uh, uh, What's that genre when it's like a bunch of like like schoolgirls and schoolboy? Yeah, uh, I forget what that I, genre I don't is know, called. But Whatever that, that is, yeah, I think it's another crush, some type of crush. But it's anyway, like teen crush. Um, yeah, I, think I think it's teen crush. Teen crush. It's considered teen crush. Yeah, teen crush. Yeah. So still very much hammering the teen crush um, milieu. But I I didn't really listen to any of Uwa. I, I don't remember any songs that I gravitate towards. Uh, do you guys have any Uwa standouts or I, remember anything? I'm sure I've heard their song before, but this is the first one yeah. that I actually like listen to on purpose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I when I was going through the list of uh, January songs as well, uh, this one immediately caught my ears because it um, it's very much 80s inspired and. Listeners know how much the three of us love our 80s tracks. And you know what? I just wanted, I was listening to like a sea of just, you know, sad, you know, moody songs. And I just, you know, it's January and I just wanted to, again, subvert, that's going to be the, the word of the pod. Um, I just wanted to subvert the feelings of the wintertime, of how cold it is, uh, how it just recently snowed for Steven. And I just, I was just so happy that this song came out randomly, I, maybe not randomly, but just in January. It's such a bright and cute song. It just made me feel real good. And I said 80s um, because it very much hits with the 80s drums um, uh, akin to like In the Air. By Phil, by Phil Collins, just very much that do 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 like sound. And the moment I heard that, I was like, "Oh, I'm in." I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care how bad it is. I just wanted such a good feeling song. And as I kept listening to it, it was just 
it just felt really good. It was there was nothing too out of place. I mean, it still sounds like I said your very prototypical um, um, aforementioned teen crush sound, um, but I just felt like I I haven't really like as the year kind of the, the the new year uh, uh, comes, I kind of just wipe my entire brain from K-pop. Everything that I remember from 2021, I just kind of start new. And I just, I just, whatever comes my way. And so this is the ver- the very first 80s Anteen Crush song. And I really liked it. It just, um, it was cool. It, it just, um, when it comes to the sound, I was thinking uh, maybe a little bit of like Paramore's recent concept when they, they went full 80s. Um, just the, the feeling um, of that album. I, I I felt like this song kind of touched a little bit on that for myself, and um, yeah, I I was having a good time. Um, Alan Mark, I know you like the '80s as well. Yeah. Um, was this was this a, a good listen? Did you did you kind of think uh, you've heard the song type of song before? What did you think? I mean, yeah. I I mean, it feels like something. It's not like it's groundbreaking in many right. ways, but I still really enjoyed it. I love like that. 80s ish funk inspired, like with that, like I think I heard uh, asking me about K-pop referred to it as a chicken scratch guitar. Um, uh, that's really fun, um, but yeah, I think sound wise too, though, and with the whole Teen Crush concept, I feel like they're here filling that gap left behind when G Friend sort of disbanded, when like with this kind mm-hmm. of sound, which um, I feel like. No, we're not getting as much anymore with all this very futuristic or high concept like, um, like heavy synth, heavy droning disco synth. groove. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was yeah. I was really I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was really fun. Um, and there's like really like subtle moments here and there that I really enjoyed. Uh, like the lead into the chorus. I love where every instrument drops out and then they just say the let's catch the stars. Uh, line, uh, I I love that. I think it just it does all the right things you want a pop song to do. So um, that's what, like even though it's not like quite a newish sound, it's one that you isn't. It's not like it's not bad at all. I I really enjoy it every time. It was <clears throat> to touch upon the chorus real quick. It. It just felt like every single component of it was very catchy and earwormy. Um, you had you had like chanty moments, or not chanty moments, but like catchphrasey moments with like the like I think it's like the the part that goes like na 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 like that part that was stuck in my head. Um, uh, what else was stuck in my head? Well, clearly it wasn't stuck in my head because I forgot about it, but. Um, even the guitar riffs also, I thought I had a nice, like a chicka 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 kind of, um, uh, rhythm to it. So it's just, yeah, it, they, they had the starter kit for eighties synth, um, dr- you know, per, you know, you know, whatever, um, teen crush. And I, they, they checked every single box and it was cool. Uh, Steven, uh, what did you, uh. Did you catch this song when you were, <laughs> you were listening to it? Yeah, I also really like this song. I thought it's a it's a really nice or a great example of the of its style, just really bright and upbeat. And um, I think you know maybe it's 
it's kind of the like the trademark of one of the songwriters, uh, Justin Reinstein, mm-hmm. who wrote uh, our one of our recent co-wrote one of our recent favorites, DM, uh, and then mm. also has worked on a lot of Twice's recent stuff. So, like, I feel like he's he's kind of had a pretty strong uh, influence uh, in the past couple of years with what he's been on. Um, but yeah, I think you, you touched on the notes. I really liked, I love the, the drum fill too with those toms. And then uh, that, that line right before the, the chorus that it's just, it's just the vocals there. I, mm-hmm. I love that. I thought it was a perfect way to bring in the chorus. Um, but one thing I also felt the song had was just like a, a lot of like melody and like a lot of mm-hmm. lyrics like um, and vocals in the first verse. There's like almost nonstop like vocals. Mm-hmm. He, he had a lot of background vocals too, lots of ad libs, and I, I really like that. It was, and it's a very vocal forward uh, mix. I felt like I, I felt though the you could really hear the voices over the instruments. Um, sometimes like instruments are like almost the same level, but for me, I, I felt like they they put the the vocals as kind of a focus um, or what should be kind of what you're hearing a lot of in this song. Um, And yeah, I I really love just how upbeat it is. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think, I think what you were saying about the, the, just the mood around January and like, I think I was hearing all of those same songs that came out last month that were like mm-hmm. really moody. And then yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you put this out like, or you picked this one. And also I'm glad that like this group put out a, a good song because then it like, it, it makes, it makes me happy that like, they're probably going to, they're, they're like still going like, they're not going to stay at that level where they are. Of I don't know. They're not that's super popular. I know they're like, kind of popular like i know one of their members nana is like i don't know i feel like she's a little more popular than the rest but like i, I it just seems like Wu'a's just at the at this like periphery of uh like just rising up so mm-hmm. i i feel i'm really glad that they they just came out with a really good song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i'm like re-listening to bits and pieces and I think something that I didn't write down but I'm noticing now is just how varied the song really is um even with like its rap sections it's uh and its vocal sections it it does little things to mix things up um it chooses different cadences with the singing and I, I get different syncopations with the rapping and it's just and it, but it all flows together like it it takes a break right when you need it to so you can like catch your breath and then go again um but it it just i think from beginning to end it flowed like i forgot i i, I felt like i was listening to multiple songs that just were mixed together um greatly and it was yeah it was over before i knew it and it was just like oh i want to go listen to that again um so yeah i yeah yeah, um, you were speaking of the raps. I really did enjoy the second verse rap section where it starts off with "dana dana banya." 
<laughs> but like, like that part, I think, as great as melodically everything is in this song, that's the part that gets stuck in my head the most. It's such a great killing part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's 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 quickly move on to the music video. Real quick. Did you guys get a chance to take a look? I yeah, I did yeah. watch it. Um, I really well one I really love the I, I'm I'm assuming that the, that's like they're they're gonna be the move of the song but the one where they like where they say let's catch the stars and then mm. they put their put their hands to the left and then they kind of do like this um, I don't know this like mm-hmm. pull back kind of move um, I just felt yeah like a I guess like, like an air bow and arrow almost yeah bow and arrow yeah um, I just felt like okay so. To hammer on the schoolgirl thing, they're all wearing like varsity jackets um, um, in school uniforms. Um, but there, there are moments where they're they're kind of wearing, I guess, street streetwear. Yeah. I guess, oh, yeah. I guess that's how you can pronounce. Yeah, but one of them is like in an astronaut outfit. Um, I forget who, but it just, I don't know. It just felt. Just felt very cute to me. Yeah. Um, very appropriate for the song. Just very simple and fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think some of the dance moves were, you know, pretty catchy to me. Like they, they varied it up like multiple times. They were doing for like the same chorus. They would do a different move the second time around. And mm-hmm. I just felt like it was a bunch of fun movements. There, I saw one part where they were doing like. A very hula esque. Yeah, the ooh la 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 part. The ooh la la, yeah, part. Um, what else? Uh, um, oh, shoot, I can't, I can't remember right now. But yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was good. I think there's some like voguing also that they're doing, um, like, like this action. I gotta look it up again. Anyway, I'm just rambling uh, about my memory, my my f- figments of my. Mm-hmm. Um, my memory, I guess. The one part of the music video that struck me the most was just that room filled with VHS tapes. There are oh, so yeah, many VHS yeah. tapes. Where where were they from? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, do they even know what these VHS yeah. tapes do? Because they are all like born after 2001. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, they- she's just taking yeah, the tape she's out. Taking out the so tape <laughs> Eventually, that. she put she put the Wua tape in the VCR. But oh, good. Uh, she did everything else. She was just taking apart. I saw a, a tweet. I forget who, um, but it was uh, quote tweeting another tweet that said, "Say, uh, what's something like Gen Z or whatever? Uh, what's something that? What's a word or a phrase that they wouldn't understand?" <laughs> and uh, the per- the only thing the person said was rewind and Uh-oh. i just feel like we don't have to rewind well obviously you can rewind other things in but. real time but then not like or like yeah you didn't have to rewind after you watch something so you could start at the yeah. beginning again mm-hmm. if we showed there's the separate tape rewinding device like yes did, did you guys have yeah I, like, did you have the one that was the, did we talk about this before did you have the one that was in the shape of a car and then you slide, slide in the tape. I, I didn't. No, oh no, but I definitely had yeah. a separate. Yeah. Rewind, like y'all didn't have the car. And one? then I was. I I had. I I never had the car one. I I only know that from uh, from Bleacher Report. 
um, from the from the rewinders. Oh yeah, uh, but no, yeah, but uh, no, I had a very very gray one. Oh, um, no. yeah, uh, I got it. Um, and it was a, it wasn't side loading; it was a front loading. So like, yeah, it would open up. And oh, then so you, you would put it in long insert ways? it like a cassette tape. Yeah. That's oh, a, oh, the, well, the car one, the car one is long ways. Yeah. Um, but I did um, hamburger. I <laughs> hamburger. I inserted hamburger style. Yeah. Steven, do you know what I'm talking about with the car one? The car one, I don't know. I'll put it in the chat. Like, okay. <laughs> I had so much um, anxiety when it came to not like returning uh, rented VHS tapes and not rewinding it. I would, I would. Sometimes like forget to, uh, or I didn't have the machine at one point, and I would just oh. hold rewind on the VHS player. <laughs> and but then that that rewinder is like like ten times slower than the than standalone, the standalone one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I liked mine a lot because when you it's the, <laughs> the car shaped one, when you actually rebound things in it, like the the headlights would turn on as it was going. Oh, so cool! Oh, wow, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, that makes me oh. want to watch Be Kind Rewind again. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Um, well, we have three more songs to go, guys. Um, oh, I think we should take. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go, 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 go. I go, have go. to, I just really want to mention in the opening scene um, when they're in, at their desks in the school, and Sora, she has just this huge can that says patatas fritas on it, which I think I just like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has this huge guitar desk. I totally She's like the only that. one who has food, but I guess that's who she was in this video. And then, what a catch! Yeah, I was like, that what is this dust? that massive like thing on your desk? But yeah, uh, I, also I I had to write down who it was in each different scene. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Nana in like the astronaut okay. uh, setting and. I think one point didn't she have like the front visor like it was open I think in oh in outside in space. space yeah but she was in space Ooh, yeah. Someone... which was yeah but just a lot of little fun moments in this. <laughs> yeah how did she survive someone had some um, gravity Anna. I don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay all right well. We have three more uh, dishes to present to you guys um, for the rest of the pod, but we're going to take a quick pee side um, to uh, flush out all the fluids we drank during our meals. Uh, But when we come back, we'll play a quick game. Alamark will bring that to the table. I remember this time. And uh, uh, we'll also talk about the rest of the songs. So uh, stick around and we'll see you then. Welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Alan Marks. So you know what time it is. It's time for a quick one. Take it away, Alan Marks. All right. So uh, <laughs> I have a game again. Uh, 
Yeah, it's 2022 and I'm still going with this food and drink theme. So this is another quick sip. Oh, no, I'm not in the right window. Quick sip. Oh, this PowerPoint is red too. (laughs) (laughs) So in this edition, you know know who's in a lot of ads? K-pop idols. And you know what gets a lot of commercials? Soft drinks. So inspired by Woozy, who just needs to calm down because he's out of his mind, I'll present to you screen caps of different CFs or commercial films for various sodas and soft drinks inspired by Woozy's uh, famous Coke Zero oh, line. No. I'll have the idol blocked and it is oh, your man. job to guess who it is. I realized oh. just now it might have been better showing you the idol and then hiding which drink that they're advertising for. Yes. Oh. Yeah. But that would have been a better But it game, is too late for that. For me, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. All right, so let's just so practice round, (laughs) practice round. It's not it's not technically a soft drink, but who is this advertising for? Pekari Sweat. I forget. He is booked and busy. Booked and busy (laughs) paying off Blogberry Creatives debts. That's right. It is. It is true. It's true, of course. All right, so let's just get into the game. Uh, so there's eight total idols that you will be uh, oh, okay. uh, choosing okay, the names. from. So I'll, the names are on all the slides, so you don't have to worry about like writing it down um, or like having to remember. But wow. uh, this is a series of screen caps featuring V from BTS, Susie, formerly of Miss A, Bobby from Icon, Nan of A Pink, Somi, who is in IOI, of course, now solo. Uh, Sulgi from Red Velvet, Jisoo from Blackpink, and Sejong, formerly of Gugudan, also formerly of IOI. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Who is this holding that Sprite oh, bottle? Sprite. Oh man. <laughs> Who advertised for Sprite? It looks old. It. Oh boy. Man, I should really study shoulders more of these <laughs> idols. You know, like clavicle structure. I really should have done like it the that. other way around, but I wasn't thinking on Sunday. That's okay. Just save save it for next time. <laughs> the next time. For another game. References yeah. a, a soda. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Let's with... Literally. <laughs> it could literally be anybody. It could literally be V. <laughs> Oh, v or Bobby with their long brown hair. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, I'm what, just gonna take a okay, guess. Yeah, me too. I don't know what they've advertised. <laughs> like we literally would have to remember hand structure, bones. It's really just pure conjecture <laughs> yeah. at this yeah. point. Well, that's number one. Number <laughs> two. Hands. Who is this in this Coke commercial? Oh that's yeah, a this high is... five. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, I feel well, like, high five someone uh, okay, that you can't tell who it is, but it is the actor Park Bogum that they're high like, Okay, I feel like that's a clue. Who's that in the back? Mm. I have no idea, but Park Bogum is—it's like the spokesperson for Coca-Cola in, in South Korea. It seems like oh. he shows up in a lot of ads. <laughs> he showed up a lot when I was researching for this. I wonder who their Jake from State Farm is. For State Farm? <laughs> yeah. Like what their equivalent of like 
car insurance would be. All right, I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah, all right. Number three, who is this <laughs> opening up a can of Sprites? <laughs> okay, let me look. It's Mr. Therefore. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, are those hands feminine or masculine? Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. All right. Who is this holding up <gasps> oh, a Fanta no. bottle? Fanta. Oh, wait. Um, okay. Okay. So that Fanta logo looks newer, right, Stephen? Oh. I think. I don't, I've never seen that it? Fanta. Or maybe they do it differently <clears throat> in uh, Korea. Maybe. I really don't know. Okay. Oh, no. I love it because it's anyone's game. It anyone's really guess. Unless you really know the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what... Yeah, unless we really know what their hands look like when holding cylindrical <laughs> or, objects. Or like which idols like are signed like to do commercial deals with oh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, company. Um, like this one and this other Coke commercial. Who is oh, this? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, what? This one actually I had to pull a behind the scenes of the filming of the the commercial because I could not find a commercial that was in better quality than 360p. Oh wow. Oh no. Oh no. Well that that, it does that not, should tell you. It a actually clue. does not it's not a good clue for when it was done. I don't think there's anything earlier than 2016 or 17. Okay. okay. Oh. You know what? I think that's it. You, you did the better um, option because even if you hit the drinks, like it would have been anyone's guess then. At least this way we can yeah. we can tell it's, by it's, uh, Maybe outfits. the Fanta one though because they were wearing orange. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. But so far it's Sprite Coke. <laughs> and then, yeah, just and then Sprite Coke. Uh, yeah. And Picari Sweat. And Picari Sweat. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. I don't even know what number we're on right now. This is a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Who is picking oh, up yeah. out of this? Um, oh, boy. In this very futuristic-looking room, picking up a can of Pepsi from a bunch of Pepsis. Oh, just a lot of blue. I like how the uh, the outfit kind of matches the, the <laughs> LED neon oh, yeah. lights in the back. Yeah, like the like white stripes with blue background. Yeah. It's, it's neat. Recording on that outfit. It's cool. Do you think this person um, would give a Pepsi to a protester or something? <laughs> or to the police. Yeah, they give it to the police. Yeah. I don't know, maybe find maybe that that helps you answer this question yeah. then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like this person gives a Pepsi to North Korea. It's like the thing that bonds us ends the war. All right, number okay. seven. This is a, another Coke commercial. Who is? Oh man, who has this Coke bottle in their hand? <laughs> <laughs> who, who haven't I guessed yet? 
I've written like multiple names as possibilities <laughs> for each answer, and it just like it it doesn't matter. Oh my god! Uh, Why do they all have either feminine-looking hands or <laughs> feminine, masculine hands with feminine shoulders or <laughs> feminine hands with? <sighs> wait, what did I say? Uh, masculine hands. Uh, no, I don't know what I said anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then last one, number eight. Who is this with a can of Pepsi? <laughs> oh. oh no, not another Pepsi. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't think I need to go back. <laughs> Uh, you, Steven? Okay. Hold on. Uh, I, I, yeah, can I just see uh, just all of them really quickly? <laughs> all right. So the first one, the first sprite. Oh, okay. The, the number two is a, a Coke. Okay. The number three is another sprite. Fanta 4. Oh, man. <laughs> Five's another Coke commercial. That also featured Park Bogum in it, actually. Six is Pepsi. Okay. Seven's Coke. <laughs> uh, though he is not in this commercial, Park Bogum does appear in another Coke commercial with uh, whoever is in the, featured in this one. Okay. And then the last one is Pepsi. Oh, my God. Okay. I wonder if there's any way to figure out brand-wise tie anyone together. But if you all are done, then just send me your okay. responses. Yeah. Or, yeah, actually send me your responses and then You'll find out who wins as we go on, as we go. I also have a tiebreaker just in case. All right. So, number one in this Sprite commercial, this one is Susie. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Great start. Number two in this uh, Coca-Cola commercial with Park Bogum high-fiving, that is Sejong from... Gugudan. Ooh. Number three in this Sprite commercial. Uh, we're opening the Sprite can. It's splattering everywhere. That is A-Pink's Nyan. Oh, I'm way off. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, the Fanta commercial. Uh, bright, Very bright and orange. This one is Somi. Oh, forget this wow. game. <laughs> Uh, oh, a little a little quick treat here. Uh, so there was a Somi commercial oh. with Daigui from AB6. Um, I just want to show this one clip because it's very funny to me. It is coming <laughs> up right here. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I thought it was fun. All right, where are we? So that was number four, halfway there. Number five in this 
Coca Cola commercial is Sulgi from Red Velvet. No. Oh my god! <laughs> so excited. Um, number six, and this Pepsi commercial, this very blue Pepsi commercial, is Jisoo from Blackpink. Oh, Followed by in this Coke commercial, this one is V from BTS. <laughs> very, it's a very cold Coke. That's why it's given a brain freeze. <laughs> and then lastly, <laughs> number eight in this other Pepsi commercial, fellow YG label mate is Bobby from Icon. Um, so yeah. I thought those were females. <laughs> no, they were not. That is Bobby from Icon's hands. <laughs> So, uh, Chuck, you came out with a score of three. Oh, what? Steven came out with a score of one. So, Chuck, you are the winner today. (laughs) Uh, Steven got Somi correct. Chuck, you got Susie, Jisoo, and V correct. (laughs) Wow. And well Chuck, you almost when I saw two V's in there, I was wondering which one you're gonna stick with. Yeah, yeah. Because you almost had V number two. Uh, I I thought two was a guy, and then I was like, no, yeah, it's not. It's not a guy. Yeah. Well, I did have a tiebreaker uh, plan just in case. I was gonna ask in Ruby, what is the timestamp when Woozy begins to say Coke Zero? And whoever was closest. So if you wanted to just oh ballpark. Uh, it's two, in the middle of the song. Two forty-three so like, long song. It's in the middle. So it's like one. One. Twenty. Oh. One twenty-three. Uh, ooh, I was going to go. I would go. One. Fifteen. A little sooner. Ooh, that seems off. It was at 130. Ah, <laughs> so Chuck would have won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to Chuck for winning this wow. episode of Quick Sip. And uh, here you see Solgi. How so, old is that commercial? I think this was 2017. 2016. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not that old. That's fun. Um, what a game. Yeah, I'm telling you, I only <laughs> the only games I win are yours. <laughs> the food related ones that's the one I, I went at alright did you want to do with skill it just <laughs> no 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 it's not it's just pure well skill and uh, skill and food because I eat a lot so. I did win last week so yeah I check you're played. on a roll right now yeah you won our five wordles last week so. oh yeah you're right ooh <laughs> because Steven I'm, watch out I was playing it like a normal ass wordle and then <laughs> you're like oh Mango. I was like, mango. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for that, Alan Mark. That was so much fun. You're welcome. Um, Especially the winning part. (laughs) We enjoyed that part. Um, But we have three more dishes to I'm in last place now. Yeah, you are. Uh, We have three more dishes to uh, cover. Um, So let's let's quickly go through them before we uh, get too full. Um, starting with you, Alan Mark, what is your second dish that you brought to this? Yeah, so I had a, there are a lot of choices. I think January actually gave us a lot of really good stuff, especially B side wise, with especially with all the solo debuts and solo releases that we saw. I was so close to going with like uh, a Yena song, uh, "Luck to You." I loved that one. Or um, Hyolin came back, almost chose uh, "Laying Low." 
but I ultimately went with this one because it just is more my vibe. So I went with the B-side, The Killer, off of Yuju's solo debut rec or recording. Uh, but yeah, Yuju, uh, born Che Yuna, uh, debuted as the main vocalist of G-Friend on, uh, back in 2015. So this is her solo debut, released on January 18th under Kong Daniel's Connect Entertainment. So uh, yeah, so this is very much my vibe. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, this song, I think, specifically is a great example why I love seeing solo work from idols that come from groups. Because I think with G-Friend, at least at the very least with title tracks, we often saw Yuju singing uh, like their strong, powerful choruses to showcase like her upper range and belts because like she is the best vocalist on that group. Uh, but what I love about not only this song, but the EP as a whole is that it showcased different vocal styles, different ranges from her. Um, we saw a little bit of it at like Night Drive off of their last album, Walpurgis Night. Um, but here, like this song especially, you hear a lot of her lower range, especially in the verses. And like different textures and timbres come out um, of that register really nicely here. So yeah, I just like that we're seeing like Yuju expand a bit more. Especially when it, when it comes to like... I used to have this uh, assumption that main vocalists from groups, if they went solo, they would do like ballads and stuff like that. But here it's like a lot more... Like R&B inspired, like um, alternative kind of sounding pop. So that's what I really, that um, that sort of surprised me. I didn't know what, like I didn't expect that at Yuju specifically. Um, but I like this direction that she went. It feels, it does feel like a bit, we're seeing a bit more of her, which is really, really nice. So yeah, that's why I it like- shows in and that's why, I, that's part of why I like it. Uh, to touch upon your point, I, I, I kind of noticed that too, where... They're so used to doing like the cookie cutter sounds that their group uh, is known for, and similar to like say what One Direction uh, did, they they all came in as soloists. And I feel like for um, a lot of K-pop groups, um, you're not necessarily like. I think the easiest path to stardom is to join a, a group, right? Um, but I just don't feel like these artists, individual artists. Um, like they all have their own personality and whatnot, and so uh, I, I really do enjoy that fact too. That they get to be feel a little bit more unleashed, or just like can do whatever they want, essentially, when they go solo for a little bit. And that's why a lot of people do go solos because they can make the music that they really, really want to make. So yeah, and she wrote or she wrote like all the songs on her album. So yeah. oh, cool. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, that's cool. I, I really wasn't sure what style she was going to go for, but I, I did really like this song. Um, Me too. Among several songs that start out with a very similar sounding guitar, mm-hmm. like this was also a song I was going to choose. But uh, yeah, I, I, like, I was also thinking about where do I like know Yuji's lyrics or like, where do where do I really appreciate her vocals? And I also was thinking back to Night Drive, which was one of my it's probably my favorite G Friend song, mm, even though yeah. it's just like Ana and uh, Yuju. But yeah, it's just, um, yeah. So yeah, this this one, uh, yeah, Alan Mark like he 
covered all of like the vocal points. Whoops. I think <laughs> no, it's okay. Like I, I would just add that her voice is like a little sultry on this too. Mm. It's like hell yeah, I love her tone and I, and in the chorus, she also like I love her high notes in in Valentine when mm-hmm. she it, it just jumps up. Uh, it's it's so nice, but. Yeah, the, the song has a really great mood and she fits it really well. Yeah. In that, um, the verse, or I guess pre-chorus, I'm not sure. Um, I do like how she has um, like the the accompanying backup vocals that are hitting like the high registers. Um, it, it, it gives me like this great ping pong effect in my ear uh, when I'm listening to those parts. And um yeah, I really like it's it's sometimes subtle but sometimes very obvious, but the very like Latin inspired mm-hmm. um beat and uh rhythm. Uh it's almost like to t- t- touch upon your seductive notes, Steven, it's almost like a tango of sorts. Um that's what this feels like. Kind of like the back and forth of like a partner dance. Um, um I and Sorry, I'm trying to look at my notes and my microphone is blocking them. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, I just like the just the combinations of so like again to touch upon uh, I, I don't know who said it, but just the collection of sounds. Um, I don't know if it, actually if anybody said it, um, but it just uh, it's like a nice mesh of different genres and instrumentals all at once, and it's really cool for or in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, like, yeah, vibe-wise, too, like, this song sort of gave me similar feelings to another one of my choices in the past, Gemini's Mia, also. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has mm-hmm. that same sort of moody vibe with the guitar, too. So, um, maybe that's just, I think that's just what I like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's okay. It's okay to admit it. Yeah. I like disco and funk and 80s. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, I like Halloween but, songs. But also just noting more of uh, Yuji's vocals because I think she is a really great vocalist. Uh, I love in the end when she starts doing the like all the the descant layering up top above the Dear My Valentine parts, like in the end. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Those work and dance around each other so beautifully. Um, so yeah, I, d- I think the song is just really great. Um, it doesn't really showcase her power a lot, but it's that's good because this song like feels like it needs to be restrained because there is a lot of like uh, like sinisterness to it that feels like you're sort of like creeping in the background. Um, so it's nice that she like can emulate and uh, uh, like change her styling to what the song needs. Yeah, I really like the second verse too, where she's kind of it's not like rap, but it's kind of like kind of rap singing mm-hmm. where it's faster. And um, in that section too, uh, the bass is a little different from the first verse. It kind of walks. A bit more than it does, and I, I like. I feel like that complemented the the rhythm of the vocals. Um, so, and I feel like that it almost sounded like an upright bass in the second oh, yeah. verse, but then elsewhere in the song, it's more like a electronic bass or like a a computer bass. But um, uh, yeah, some it just yeah, she has great vocals. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I like about this? Um, I like the very like Spanish guitar-y outro yeah. that was happening. Yeah. Uh, reminded me of you, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, t- any great guitar lick, I was like, oh, Stephen can play that. <laughs> Sidewinder. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see. Oh, did he? He didn't see that clip oh, when we were no. doing No, no, because well, I, I cut was, it out. He was there, though, so he remembers it happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember playing Sidewinder back <laughs> in do. college? Yeah, okay. I, I've watched that, like, uh, I don't know. It's, I have seen it, like, Recently, yeah, recently, like, yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like I have no idea how you still look the same though. Like, <laughs> you look identical. Oh, the only difference is your out. hair. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. But, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I like the trap elements in the song. Um. I thought it was catchy when, even though she just knocked off a letter, I just loved when she was like, "Illa, illa, illa," mm-hmm. like just. Oh yeah, that's so, so good. Nice. It's uh, it's it's great. Um, yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's I, I I mean I've said every single song we've covered today was cool, um, but this one is Stephen cool. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this song is. Dare I say? Push and pee. So again, that's a that's another young phrase. I'm yeah, sorry, guys. I've seen it. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't, don't. know. I'll, I'll I'll explain it to you guys later. Um, as the uh, <laughs> resident old guy trying to be the resident, uh, how do you do, fellow kids guy? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a TikTok thing. If okay. I if I reference something you have no idea about, just assume it's TikTok. So. My TikTok, my but, TikTok yeah. for your page is just filled with people dancing to K-pop songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my uh, FYP is just like trends. It's just all trends, mm. nonstop. Um, okay, uh, I don't think there's a music video for this, right? I couldn't find one. Is no. there any performances of it? Maybe no. I don't know. There should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys have anything else to say about this song before we move on, to Stevens? I'm good. No. Cool. All right, Stephen. What is your second dish my, that you brought? Yeah, my second to the table dish is today. Um, yeah, my dish is um, <laughs> by by Max Changmin, uh, "Airplane Mode," and this is the last song on his uh, EP "Devil," which is his second solo mini album. Um, yeah, just one real quick thing is that Changmin debuted in TVXQ or DBSK in 2003. And he is, yeah, going into his, what, 19th year. God. And yeah, I think he's 34. Yeah, so. he's a mark. Yeah. yeah, he's a mark me. Everyone else is like, was everyone else is born the same year and then him two years later. Yeah. But yeah, and he's just been around. But anyway, I, I hadn't really listen to much of him or TVXQ, despite them just being around this whole time. Uh, but with this song, I mean, I just think it's so pretty and so, like, comforting. Like, as we were talking about um, Catch the Stars and how that is a nice 
change of mood for like the cold months. I like, I was feeling like this song has a nice mood also because it, it feels warmer. And I, I like how, how like, yeah, just, just comforting and soothing this song is um, and how like sweet the, the lyrics are and what the, the whole song is about. Um, I, yeah, I just felt like this is a song I could listen to just on loop for, for hours. And mm. uh, it's because of, of, of the, the whole atmosphere it has. I like that it just starts right away. There's no intro. It's, it's basically once a song comes in, the, that's when he starts singing. Um, and he sings the song a little like softly again, a little, it's very comforting. Um, but I also like how with each like line in the melody, it, it's pretty simple, but there's some slight variation throughout the verse. Um, so it's not just like repeating it, but th- there are things that are, are just kind of changing. And I, I just like how that keeps my, that kept my attention going. Um, and then, yeah, that chorus. So, so pretty. His voice, we hear his upper register there and it's just so, so pretty. I, I don't know. This, I, I like, I feel like I would, would, was having trouble just finding different ways to describe it, but it's just a, a really, really pleasant and really pretty song um, that I, I just wanted to stay in. Yeah. For me, I felt like just like your Joiza mm-hmm. uh, pick. It, this was another song that really just put me at ease. It was just um, I, I I know the like the hi hat and the 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 or just the drums in general were you know a little bit more mid tempo, but I really liked how everything else around it was just nice and slow. And it um, yeah, it also was like a mellow track. Um, the 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 iconic instrument for me is the guitar when it does that little riff the whole like down 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 like that part um, very akin to a lot of lo-fi hip hop that I listen to just like very faint and just um, very echoey it's just it 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 was it was um, it just it was a yeah it was it was just like how the song or the title uh, explains it. It's it did make me feel like I was floating in a way, like flying in the air, um, like literally in airplane mode. Um, but I will say it's not my favorite. It's my second favorite track off the EP because um, uh, I really like Alien. Like that. Mm. That oh. that that is my that was my favorite song because uh, I was so happy you chose uh, this. This EP or a song from this EP, um, because I really like it. This whole uh, album as a whole, but um, yeah, I really, I don't know. I, I guess I was in a funky mood. That's why mm. I like the Alien. But this was definitely my second pick uh, as my favorite song for the album. Um, have you? Did you listen to this EP, Alamark? Yeah, I did because um, I, I was like considering possibly some Max Changman songs as well. Uh, especially well, this I like I like the single itself, Devil. Oh yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, uh, there was another 
um, like very dramatic song. Was it Maniac? It like could it sounded like a meatloaf song, but in K-pop form. <laughs> Um, but, um, but yeah, I think, um, so I didn't have, a, I don't have a lot of history, of, uh, TVXQ or Don't Bang Shinki as well. Um, like outside of Mirotic and, uh, Chase Me, um, which are great. Uh, so it was nice hearing like, you know, Changmin stuff, not sort of similar with Yuju, like not doing super like not always doing super loud belty stuff which he is great at because his voice is ridiculous but um it was really nice hearing his tone and control here um throughout the whole album actually like he has those loud belty stuff with devil and uh and stuff like that but like this at the end where it's like that more um subdued version where he really can showcase control and tone is really really nice um also, I think every B-side should be titled Airplane Mode if you want to ensure that it's going to be a great song. <laughs> Between this mm-hmm. one and Promise 9's Airplane Mode mm. off of Nine Way Ticket. Man. <laughs> Just, yeah. But, um, yeah. Y'all already talked about the song a lot, but there's really great moments. I love this really subtle, sparse instrumentation that goes on a lot throughout the background. Like, a lot of reverb keys. The guitar strums in the chorus, pluck strings at the end of the chorus too, like just add really beautiful um, moments. And especially in the chorus, like every like long strum of the guitar is like feels like the moment oh, when yeah. you pass through a cloud when you're flying in the air. It's it's really nice. So um, yeah, I love the textures they have. Uh, the song produced by the Cut Father and Burke B. That's right. So, um, yeah, really did a great job with this one. I really, I love it. Yeah, one of my favorite moments was whenever it would get to the pre-chorus. That felt like it was like a dive, like a very gentle dive into just like a body of water. But because mm. because they take out the the drums and then it's it's like the the atmospheric pads there, but then. Like, cause that, like when you're underwater, everything's a little muted. So that that's the effect yeah. that I felt that was having. And then, like you emerge again f- with with the chorus, um, and like the the way, like the the reverb on the guitar. Also, it's kind of like I don't know. It's always like the the beach house type, or like it, it's it's kind of the wet sound. Um, so I feel like that's why I was going towards uh, aquatic versus in the air. But mm. like. Um, I'd like lyrically, or I just liked also the theme of how it was talking about just being detached from like the world, like already uh, being on a plane, you're kind of away from society, but just kind of fully being detached if you are actually in airplane mode. Yeah. yeah. I was, <laughs> when you were like saying a gentle nose dive. Into like, oh, water. Oh no, not not from uh, <laughs> just like someone like, <laughs> like diving yeah. like a like a into yeah. like okay. yeah. All I could think of was like, like intentionally. <laughs> like, yeah, all I could think of was like Air Force, the ending of Air Force One, and uh, uh, <laughs> Sully maybe that's and <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I I don't have anything else more to say. About this, I think my, my only last note is the final chorus when everything drops except for Changmin's voice, the bass, 
and the filtered drums in the background, that filter that go back and forth in the left and right speakers, that's my favorite part. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, but the song overall just, oh, it's so good. I'm listening in my favorite B-sides of the year already. Wow. I guess I, uh, I mean, I, I hate Alien. I don't like that song. <laughs> Just changing, kind of like changing your mind like in our Golden Talks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do got to add this. I forgot. Okay. All right. Um, well, I got the last dish on the table. Um, I know you guys are so full by now, but hopefully you can um, save room for a little bit more. Um, and my pick uh, is entitled plus and minus it's by yane who is from i've been pronouncing it as lovelies but i know it's like love love ladies or something like the current like the intended way to pronounce it yeah if you really want to say it you could go like lovely lovelies yeah but yeah might as well just say it as it's like yeah uh but uh love from lovelies and uh La, they they obviously debuted uh, way back when in 2014, um, and I don't really know too much of the solo career of Yane, but um, this this is song kind of popped. Her debut, I, I think. think yeah, it's a debut. Oh, yes. okay. Well, that's why I don't know anything about it because this is the first single from her. Um, and yeah, you you might um, she might be on your mind because in 2019 uh, she was in Queendom, and uh, did you guys see her performance? The one iconic when she's wearing a red dress. No, um, I uh, highly recommend. Wait, <laughs> dress is red too. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got, it. I got. It. So good, so good. I, I didn't see it actually. No, I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch Queendom. I didn't realize Lovelies oh. was in it. I knew, I knew everyone else was in it, but for some reason, I kept forgetting about. I kept forgetting about Lovelies. Um. So I yeah, she had. Oh. She, she she had this fantastic interpretive dance, um, a la Keone and Mari mm. type. Uh, performance um, which is iconic and what she I guess is most recently very much remembered for so um, so yeah uh, this is her debut single I guess and it is a very very good one um, for me I uh, in like two seconds I was just like oh yeah this is the song I want to talk about it's so good it's um, it's very much um, eight late eighties, maybe early nineties, a little bit R and B inspired. Um, a lot of great synth sounds. Um, um, definitely. Uh, uh, drum. Uh, I don't know. I have to go listen to it again. I don't know if it's like a drum machine. No, no, it's it's um, it's it's real artificial drums. Um, but no, it's just. It's another like um, the. It's just the opposite of what I chose with uh, Catch the Stars. There's, like this one is more in line of the kind kind of music I like to listen to. Just really um, smooth R and B, um, and just you know very very soothing voices, vocal skills, and just a general again easiness uh, to the whole thing. And it just it it just feels. 
it feels very, 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 very nice to listen to. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, Steven, what did you think about this song? Yeah, I pretty much have that same note. Of just like, it's really pleasant to listen to. I, I really love every time she would sing I Love You a Thousand Times. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's so, uh, it just really, yeah, really pleasant. I like, I also just wanted to like sit back and like kind of just, just have this, just to listen to it. Like, and whenever I, I listen to them, I, I'm always trying to like take notes, but then, yeah, here I was just like, this, it's like not a lot going on, but I no. just really like it. I love the, 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 it's like the electric keyboard woodblock sound that, that, oh yeah, but the, I, I love that yeah. because it's so representative of a certain like time, mm-hmm. but it's, it's always existed since then, but it, you always tie it back to this certain like era and, all of the the sounds they are they're almost like a like a preset for if you want 80s keys i i, I like in my like synth package or like plugin i use there's one called like zero like 80s keys and then it sounds very much like the one that was used in here so i feel like they went straight for a certain like sound and then it, they were just it was really easy to build from there um but yeah, I, I I don't I didn't really know much about her, uh, or I don't really like Lovelies other than Kay. I think because she's been on a bunch of mm. like variety shows. So I I I guess yeah, I'm sad that they're not around. They're yeah. like they haven't disbanded formally, I feel but like they're essentially disbanded. Yeah, with her like releasing this, it feels yeah. like. They're all just going to go their own way, but um, yeah, would be interested to see what she, what else she does, and then what kinds of directions the other members will go. But this was a really nice start. Um, yeah, yeah. All, honestly, all my notes are the same as y'all. Like, actually, exactly yeah. the same thing that Steven said. Like, <laughs> my first note is what a pleasant song, and like <laughs> I, this is the one I have the least amount of notes because every time I played yeah. it, I just, I just sat back and enjoyed it every time. It's so light. It's so airy. Uh, yeah, it's... I think the like the one note besides like, ni- like the 90s-inspired R&B check that you mentioned, the bass in particular, it reminds me of the Sumin and Sloan song, the Gonlong mm-hmm. song that you oh, yeah. chose like, <laughs> a few potlucks back. <laughs> um, so, but then that's juxtaposed with the very dreamy instrumentation, which I liked. I, I, I think it's a... Juxtaposition that works very well, uh, especially with uh, Yen's voice. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't know. I don't have a lot of notes. The music video is also really cute because it's just yeah. Yeah. her chilling in an LA, just going around the the city. That's really fun. I know. It's uh, yeah. I, it it just reminded me of how I haven't yeah. been anywhere in a really long time. Yeah. I just miss some of those like uh, scenery. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I don't know much about Lovelies either. Like the, I didn't listen to them until after they pretty much disbanded. Like I think uh, Obliviate's really good, and that was their last song. Oh. So I'm like, oh no, uh, Rulem decided to not renew after this because I thought it was a great a great title. But yeah, and I'm only really familiar with Miju. 
with her uh, oh. uh, appearances on uh, a bunch of variety stuff. So yeah, she's fun. She's like she's really fun. So, um, but yeah, but then it's also like opening up the opportunities for these um, individuals. Like, would we have gone to plus and minus otherwise? Who knows? But we have it now, which is mm-hmm. really really wonderful. And it is on my list of um, currently of uh, singles, and maybe I might put in debuts depending on what else she does in the year so <laughs> i think yeah. we can just cut together audio from this episode for our award show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so yeah we don't have to record it a year from now great i'll just i'll uh, just sniff, <laughs> all sniff six goes to six. Chuck now. <laughs> yeah uh, oh no what did i do um but uh but uh my, my very last note is just i really i it's just so catchy that hook the so you're my plus and minus. Yeah. It's I, I don't think I've ever heard of that phrase. Um maybe I have, but it's just it's she she now owns that phrase to me. And it's I don't know, it's just so catchy. Uh, I mean, oh NBA's got it do says so much and so little. The NBA's yeah. got a partner where they're at sometime then for their advanced. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I thought too. <laughs> What's your plus and minus? Yeah, you're my plus and minus. Um all right. Well, uh, clearly we have gone overboard again, yet again, with our potlucks, where we've talked, <laughs> we've uh, talked oh, wow. more about six random songs than we have about t- ten songs in one album. <laughs> but um, it, it was a very good meal, and um, I think I, I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fun to think about how each of these potlucks are very representative of the time that we're recording them, and I, I don't think there could have been a better January. Um, until next year, that is uh, a better January version of the potluck. So I, I appreciate you guys coming to this dinner. And um, I'm excited for a month from now when we get to pick six new songs. Um, all right. Uh, I'm just going to go close it out. Do you guys, do, do you guys need to say anything else? Uh, <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Okay. Just another cool. good six songs from us. Yeah. We have yeah. taste. <laughs> <laughs> hey literally because of this <laughs> podcast this this food podcast okay anyway speaking of taste thank you all so much for choosing to dine with us we really hope you enjoyed your meal and we look forward to you coming back and uh, having some more fun with us yet again um, you can catch more episodes of how you can eat we are on um, every single podcast platform that you want to listen to us to, uh, in um, so go ahead and give us a subscribe and leave us a like and a comment if you want we we love reading those kind of things uh, we currently have I don't know how many we have on Spotify but I checked on Apple Podcasts we have one five star and that was probably from one of our moms <laughs> yeah. so thank you mom for uh, thank you to that mom for uh, listening to our pod but we could we would love to get more stars up there. Uh, so go ahead and whatever whatever platform you're on, um, go ahead and uh, leave us a review. Uh, you can follow us on all the socials. We are at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and yes, TikTok. Um, we are definitely pushing P on TikTok uh, for uh, <laughs> for that account. <laughs> you guys have no idea what I'm no. talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look up Gunna Pushing P. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, and you can, then, as always, you can email us howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want. At this point, we'll take spam. 
just take uh take us yeah. uh, send us a chain mail whatever oh, send oh, us a, a mail that says if we don't forward this to like 14 of our contacts then bad luck will come upon us whatever at this yeah. point we'll take anything um uh but yes make sure to email us, email us there um and yeah uh i think the, that's all the housekeeping yeah that's it all right well Thanks again, guys. Uh, for Alamark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure inviting you over for another uh, pod look. Um, so we uh, we'll see you next time. So 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 long. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next feast. See ya. <laughs> shout out, mom. Shout out, Mama Doll. Shout out, uh, oh. Sonia, Kahi, all of them. Uh, I hope it's Sonia that is the mom that gave us that five-star review. Or Kahi, I love it from either of them. Uh, but yes, and Happy Lunar New Year, everyone. Yeah. Horanghe!